Thank you for joining us for Get It Together. It's time to make baby steps to a better life. My name is Tabitha Rexford, and I'm a financial coach. Many people don't realize the underlying stress and anxiety in their lives is caused by financial troubles, and I help them solve that. So last episode, we discussed parenting and finances, part one, and we talked about work and responsibility in regards to teaching our kiddos about finances. If you get a chance to check it out, I would definitely recommend that. It's definitely the first part of this talk, so highly recommend going back and looking at that. So a little bit about me. My husband and I have two little kiddos who are six and four and another little one on the way. And we've not always been perfect with money. We've made mistakes with money, and we have not always done all of this perfectly. We're growing and learning right alongside you and still won't do all this perfectly. But it's so important to remember that our kids are watching, and more is caught than taught. Our kids will see what we're doing. It's important to teach them as we're grocery shopping, as we're balancing the checkbook, Teach them, guide them, learn with them. So I want to start today with talking about wise spending. So look for teachable moments so your child feels the weight of spending. You want to do this while they're under your wing because you want them to make a few mistakes and feel the sting of decisions so they're not 35 and not connecting the weight of something and the purchase price of something. Give them a little rope and let them feel the pain of mistakes so when they're older, they are wise. Small, inexpensive mistakes under your roof and not, you know, buying a $40,000 car at a car lot or signing up for $200,000 in student loans. If you can teach your kid that it's okay to walk out of the store with nothing, that is huge. So naturally, some of us are more of savers and others are more of spenders. One is not better than the other, but both need to be guided. When, when you let your child fail, so when do you let your child fail and when do you step in? Don't let them develop a pattern. That's super important. Talk about if you buy something that you won't have money for other things later on. If you buy something that's made cheaply, it's going to break and remind them when it does about that. So just be having those conversations with them on an ongoing basis. Also remember, it's not about the item. It's about the process. If it's been a habit for a while, then you have to step in more. You're the parent. However, there is a balance. Remember that too many rules are legalistic and too much grace is enabling. So also having an ebb and flow and remembering to not die on every single hill. But sometimes things have to change. Every kid is going to have some skills where they're good with money and things that they're not. Encourage them in the things they are good at and train them in the things that they aren't naturally good at. Okay, so little application by age. So when kids are around like three to five, this is a good time to teach them that money is not a bad thing. The Bible says the love of money is the root of all evil. It's not money is the root of all evil, and that is so often misquoted. 
Money is amoral. It's not good or bad. You can do good things with money. You can give, you can save, you can enjoy money. When they are spending money they earned, it's their money that they earned from being the best room cleaner ever or whatever it may be that that you're teaching them. When they do that, they slow down because they feel that attachment to it. You do want to teach the little savers how to responsibly spend and how the litter and also to teach the little spenders how to save. Spending wisely is a skill. So just try to enjoy the process. Maybe go to the store once or twice a year and talk to them about what they experience and talk them t- through the process. Something that has been so sweet with my little girl who just turned four. So she is naturally a spender and she loves giving gifts. That is her love language. And so now when we go to the store and she sees something she wants, she'll talk about, you know, I need to save up for that thing. And it's like, I'm going to save up for that thing. And it wasn't always like that, but it's actually become just almost her natural default now, which has been super, super sweet to watch. Some three-year-olds are little accountants and others are going to be distracted by squirrels. All right, so now ages three to 13. Here we can start using an envelope system. You split it up by giving, saving, and spending. And for the envelopes, you don't need any sort of fancy envelopes. You can just use some regular envelopes that they decorate or, you know, you can use handmade ones or whatever you want to. You can go get some if you want to that are fancier, but that's not required. So it's important to balance grace and legalism. Let your kids fail, but sometimes you might need to rescue them. It's good to count out before you go to the store with them, count out the money with them, and then compare prices when you're at the store. What can they afford? What is it? Was it twice what they have for this Lego set or whatever it may be? And then this is also a great opportunity to talk to them about sales and things like that. Um, A great little math lesson in the store. If it's a manipulation thing, like if your kid is trying to manipulate you, it should automatically be a no. Um, But... It's important to remember, like I said before, they are going to be watching you, how you spend your money, how you walk through the store, how you interact with things. So talk to them about what you're doing. Talk to them as you go through that grocery store. Talk to them through the process of buying a used car for cash. Talk to them as you're balancing your checkbook. Talk to them when things are going well. Talk to them when things are rough. Just have those conversations with them. All right, ages 14 plus. Spending can become a war zone here, or so I hear, having not had a teenager yet. So this is where you get to put down boundaries about who you are as parents. This is why it's great if you've done the other things leading up to this. Parents can still have influence over their kids at this age. You can say no to certain outfits or activities or whatever. You're still the parent, but this is a great time where they'll possibly have their own checking account. 
Teach them how to do a budget. What expenses are you going to spend money on this week? You're in charge of gas, clothes, insurance, your cell phone, or whatever. Let them know what they're in charge of paying for. A simple zero-based budget or an all-in budget is a really great way to go. It doesn't have to be complicated. You just you don't have to do this all the time, but it's a great teaching tool and to start getting those habits in place. Maybe when you first set up a checking account, look over their shoulder if there are any problems, make them do a budget again, you know, if they need to fix it, but um, we're guiding them. This is safe fails and wins. And then when they leave, they have these skills and these habits. This is also a great time to continue with the envelope system. Maybe they can cash out two to three things, have them feel tangible cash, and have discussions with them regularly. Okay, saving. So realizing how your kids are wired is so important. Are they savers? Are they spender? Like I said before, one is not better than the other. Savers can tend to be naturally be more of like hoarders and spenders can tend to naturally just spend it all. And you want your kids to be able to use these skills well and not just go to one extreme or the other. You want them to be able to know whether they are savers or spenders, how to save in a healthy way, regardless of if they're savers or spenders, how to spend in a healthy way and also how to give in a healthy way. A balance is super important regardless of how they're bent. It's important to teach them to learn to save for a goal. The savers need to learn to give and to spend so they don't draw too much satisfaction from that pile of money. And saving is a delayed, is learning delayed gratification, learning patience, learning wisdom, learning to wait. It's hard in this society where everything is just right at the tip of our fingers, but it's super important. The mindset in this society is to have everything we want right now, and that bleeds into how we view our money. Teaching them delayed gratification is a very good skill, and we want to do this age appropriately. Remember, more is caught than taught. Sometimes we need to learn and grow as we are teaching our kids. So ages three to five, great way to do the saving is use a clear jar. We want it to be visual. We want to see their work building up. You can wad up those dollar bills as they're doing chores and stuff. And so it just looks like a lot of money. Um, A spender will talk about spending all the time. A saver will tend to draw back when you talk about spending. This is a great opportunity. And this is where you can kind of figure out what you have, a little saver or spender. We're teaching the spender, the saver to spend and enjoy, and we're teaching the spender to save and delay gratification. It's very simple at this age. Ages 6 to 12, this is a chance to hit the envelope system hard. The savings envelope is kind of like the jar for this age. You're saving up for a thing. Probably not a car yet, but saving for a purchase. Spending envelope at this age is more of a frivolous thing in everyday life. Uh, Let them find something that they can save up for. And you could even like print this out and put it on the fridge. 
And um, and then that spending envelope is just, you know, little everyday things. You can start teaching them basic goal setting at this point. Lay it out. How long would it take them to save up for it at the current rate? But how much sooner would they get it if they, you know, do extra things like that kind of thing? People really underestimate kids and they can honestly do so much. And ages 14 plus. So this is where they can start saving for major purchases like cars and college and that kind of thing. Uh, As they're doing things, working, they're working, they have their checking account, make sure that they are saving during this time. All right. So a little bit about giving now. This is so, so, so important to teach kids about giving. We live in a very selfish society, a very me-centered society. You can help counter selfishness by teaching them to give. You're training them to be great kids, but also great adults. Every child is unique. Spenders tend to be natural givers, as we said, but sometimes it's unwise and impulsive. Savers tend to have more of a closed fist naturally, but once they learn to give, they tend to be very wise givers. So it's important to know that and to educate them to be wise givers. It's a gift to be able to give. Teach your children. So the littles, ages three to five, the little kids, they just tend to be givers. And don't squash that. Encourage them. Teach them to not give 100%. When you give to church or whatever it might be, and you realize your child has not brought their money to give, I would recommend not giving them your money to give. That teaches them nothing about giving. They count out some money. The best way to do is count out some money from the jar, and that is how they give. So again, parents, example is huge. Watching you responsibly give and be generous is super important. And it's not about trumpeting it, but sometimes it's important to talk through what you're doing. Something we do with our kids is we will talk about, you know, if we're donating stuff to a pregnancy clinic or something like that, we'll talk to them about giving to babies who don't have clothes or to kids who don't have toys and things like that. So keeping it simple and making it important and personal to them is really good. Ages 6 to 13, they have their giving envelope. It's earmarked for that. You can remind them to bring their give envelope when they're going to church or wherever else they might want to give. This is a great age to bring your children along to serve, bringing gifts to families at Christmas, serving at local charities, talking about why you give toys and clothes to those who don't have anything looking for those teachable moments, but also making sure they're grasping the concept of giving. And ages 14 plus, as they get older, you want to get more sophisticated on these topics. For those who go to church, this is a time you can start talking about what a tithe is. That's 10% of income to your local church. Talk through it, walk with them through it, looking over their shoulder, Start there. You don't necessarily have to have them give off of gift money, but honestly, you can figure out what to do and what is best for your family. It's not about legalism. It's about teaching them to give. And the earlier you start to teach your kids to give, the better. It's important to teach them how to responsibly give with their money, their time, and their resources. 
All right, some resources. Smart Money, Smart Kids by Rachel Cruz and Dave Ramsey. Super great. Lots of this info here is from there. So definitely go check that out. There is an audio book and a regular book. Super good. Have a wonderful day. If you'd like to say hi, have a question of the day you would like to submit or would like to connect for a free financial or decluttering consultation for you or anybody who wants to start making baby steps to a better life, please email me at tabsmoneymentoring at gmail.com. Um, call or text 615-669-1585. Have a great day and God bless. Oh my goodness, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>